Good morning. Welcome to the Bar and Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You, oh, you can't get involved. Thank you for being with me. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How y'all? Good. Morning. Y'all good? Oh, good. I have one quick question. I always come down with a topic, then something else occurred to me, and I have to ask the question. Um, let me, Robert, let me ask you first. Do you know the Lord's Prayer? Yes, I do. I you do know the entire know. prayer? Uh, I haven't used it for a long, recent time, but I can remember word for word, I believe. You can remember what? Remember, I th- believe I can remember word for word, yes. You're not sure? Well, I could probably try. <laughs> okay, but you're not sure if you know the Lord's Prayer? No, not exactly. Oh, you don't? Yes. Uh, who don't know the Lord's Prayer? I found out this week people don't know the Lord's Prayer, their kids don't know it. I don't know how that happened. You don't know the Lord's Prayer? Go back there with the mic. You do not know the Lord's Prayer? No. And what, have you ever known it? No. Really? I, I read it, but I, I don't know it by heart. So you never say it? No. Did you learn it in school? No. Did you learn it at home growing up? No. Really? That's deep. Let me go. Let me ask uh, my uh, my PR guy. <laughs> you know the Lord's Prayer? Well, I thought I did, but I found out recently that I've only been saying about three fourths of it, seventy-five percent. So it's a short <laughs> version. <laughs> so at what point do you cut off? <laughs> uh, you know, part about. You know, thy glory, your glory be done on earth as in heaven. But I, I found out when I looked it up, there's a couple your more glory. lines. A, I think there's a couple more lines after that. You said, you know the part about your glory be done on earth. I know about, like I said, three-fourths of it. Uh-huh. But what I realized when I looked it up is there's at least two more lines after the part <laughs> where I stopped. And you know the part where it says your glory be done on earth well, as like in heaven. like I said, I know up to 75% of it. Do you, so does it say your glory be done? Yeah, so your will be done, on, you know, it goes uh, through and then, but where I stop, there's <laughs> additional lines beyond that. That's amazing. And your parents didn't teach you the Lord's Prayer growing well, I, up? But I read it in the Bible. Uh, did you, you didn't learn it in school either? No. Did your son I went know to it? public schools. Does your son know the Lord's Prayer? He knows it up to the point where I know it. <laughs> And they're not teaching in school, so you're not getting there. Either. No, he's a public school, so no. Oh, man. Do you know the Lord's Prayer? Right here. Yes, yes I do. You know the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, John, you know it? Yes. Oh, okay. He does know it. Patrick, you know it? Oh, go, wait. Let's wait for this one. <laughs> you know the Lord's Prayer? <laughs> um. I know what I thought was the whole thing until Ermia said there's a lot more, and I don't know all of that. Were you taught as a kid to look for? Yeah, I went to school, in, in school. We didn't say it in school every day, but I was taught through the catechism. They, they taught us the Lord's Prayer. And then at some point you just forgot it? Well, I, I, didn't, I don't think I've forgotten at least the short version that I know. I think I know all that still. How much do you know up to? You want it recited? Yeah. Uh, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's as far as I go. Uh, and you left a part out of there, too. Did I? Yeah. What was left out? Forgive us as we forgive. He said that. Yeah, I said that. Uh, no, he skipped forgive us. He just said, no. He just said forgive them. He didn't say forgive us. I said forgive us our trespasses as we forgive yeah, those who trespass against us. Uh-uh. Yeah. What? You skipped that part. Did I not say that the first time? He did. No. He said it. I heard it. Yeah. He did not say forgive us. He just said forgive them. No. 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 You heard it? <laughs> it has to be because that's it, it's kind of seared into yeah. me. I, I I know it that way. So. He uh, <laughs> just said, "I thought he didn't say it." Roll the tape. Yeah. He did. Did he say, "Come here, up"? Did he say, "Forgive us as we forgive"? That is a negative. That means no, he did not say it. No, he did not. Yeah, I thought he. I did say it. He said, "Forgive them," but he didn't say, "Forgive us." I said, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those." I'm not going to forgive in a minute if you guys play me. He dropped the ball at the one yard line. (laughs) That's amazing. And so you went to Catholic school, right? I did. Yeah. Did you teach the Lord prayer to your family? No. You did not. No. So they don't know it either. No. Well, they may know it. you know, from hearing, reading in the Bible, but not from me. Right. Do you know the Lord's Prayer? I thought it was the other one. <laughs> you, I just found out. <laughs> oh, you thought it was the 23rd Psalm? <laughs> so, Seth, you thought it was the 23rd Psalm? I guess so. That's, that's what it's called. No wonder y'all suffering. <laughs> wow. Yes, Hermes. Hold on a minute, Hold on a minute. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. Up to the point is uh, where Pat stopped, and uh, but you know, it's pretty. There's only one short line after that, so oh, it's pretty much all of it. You know, you know, Lord, that's a short line. I'm not gonna worry about that one. That's amazing. That mic is not working. So, Hermes w- w- wasn't on mic. No, this is fine. Somehow they got switched. Oh, I see. Okay. Francisco, you know the Lord's Prayer? Come here, Rob. Yeah, I do. I do, actually. Yeah. You just looked it up on your book? I was reminded of it when Pat... I was also born and raised Catholic, so oh, every yeah. Sunday we said that prayer. Every right. Sunday. You know, so the tape... I, my tape... Uh, the dust Went is on. coming off of it. Oh, okay. I was surprised and shocked to hear that there are people who don't know the Lord's Prayer. Uh, when I was going to school, every morning we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance and the Lord's Prayer before class started. Every morning. And they taught it at church, you know, the Lord's Prayer. So, especially Bible classes and stuff like that. So I'm surprised you don't know. No wonder your prayers are not working. Because prayer is about the Lord's Prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You want me to recite it? No. He just did. <laughs> you know it, though, right? Yeah, I do. It's just I uh, haven't used it for a long time. Now it's just coming back and stuff. So now Why I'm you old. haven't used it? Uh, I just uh, hadn't, you know, I thought about it, but uh, <laughs> I thought of not reciting it and stuff. So it's um, it's kind of 
repetitive in a way because I think that, you know, it's, um, you know, the words itself can, like, how would I say, uh, wash out the meaning itself, you know? That's what I believe, yeah. Law, have mercy. Um, so when Jesus taught them the Lord's Prayer, Lord's Prayer, he was like, you know what? This is kind of repetitive. The words of me are going to wash out after a while. I'm just wasting my time, but let's learn it anyway. I have nothing to say on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, Robert. Robert. Robert, look at me. Would my hand go that way? Is still crooked or something? Yeah, it looked, it looked crooked. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, the ones who say they're Catholic and they don't know the Lord's Prayer, it's because they didn't participate in the confession sacrament. Now, in the confession sacrament, when you, when you confess your sins, the priest will say, whoa, you really did some wrongs here. For penance, you have to say, and then he give you so many Hail Mary's prayers to say and so many Our Father prayers to say. And you had to repeat those for your penance. That's why they, but the Hermes is not so, a Catholic. Well, well, I'm just saying for the Catholics who oh, identify oh, themselves as Catholic yeah. and they can't say the Lord's Prayer, it's because they really didn't participate in the Catholic religion. Oh, okay. Um, you guys should, ladies, should learn the Lord's Prayer. You should know it. That doesn't mean you got to be saying it, you know, whatever you want to do with it, but and you should teach your kids the Lord's Prayer too. I think, do what you want and let, let them grow up as little hard-head sinners. But, <laughs> but I would think that you should teach your kids. You have a responsibility, I think, to teach your children the Lord's Prayer. I don't know how it became so unimportant. Yes. I know the song. The song? Yes, they have it in a song, right? In a song, they make they do it in a song. Yeah, they may. Yeah, I think I've heard it in a song. People singing it. Yeah, I've heard it that way too. Yes. I realize I know that the Lord's prayer is a responsibility. Do you know the Lord's prayer? I do. Uh, I do. I, uh, I, do you ever say it? Huh? You ever say it? Uh, I do. Uh, I do. Uh, in private, I do. Uh, I do. Because uh, uh, I grew up, uh, I grew up memorizing it, and um, but only until later in my life I understood what it meant. Right. Yes. And <clears throat> but it seems like people see it as either a chore or something that's not other people, but you. No, I don't. I uh, know I don't. Oh, okay. I don't want to hear about other people. I just want to hear about what we are, what we know, you know, and stuff like that. So we don't know, you don't really know the other people's motivation. They may, maybe they haven't been taught just as, you know. A lot of folks have been taught, and I'm surprised. I know they don't teach it in the public schools anymore. So a lot of these kids are coming out not knowing the Lord's Prayer. And so it's a responsibility of the parents to make sure you teach them that. Uh, it's, it's important to know the Lord's Prayer. And I know there are some people say, oh, well, it's just words after a while, you know, and all that. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. It'll depend on your heart. But the Lord's Prayer is everything. Everything we should be is in the Lord's Prayer. And if you don't know it, that makes sense? Yes, I always, always saw the pray, uh, prayer as a verbal commitment to, uh, between you, uh, you, and, uh, you and the Creator. 
Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, learn the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Uh, I repent. For not knowing it? No, I, I actually rolled it back in my mind. I, I think I did miss, miss a little piece of it. I know you did. Which is amazing because... I don't know where Hermit heard. Uh, because it's amazing because contrary to this sinner over here, uh, I did uh, participate in all of the Catholic stuff, including the confessionals. And they did give you that as kind of a punishment. You did have to say the Lord's Prayer uh, a certain number of times. And we did right. get it every week, as, as Frankie said. So right. I stand corrected. It's just that I haven't used it. It's like if you don't sing the national anthem. Right. And then you forget some of the lines. Yeah. So I'm guilty as charged. Oh, good. We're learn the Pledge of Allegiance and learn the Lord's Prayer. I mean, I'm just saying, do what you want. But I'm, I'm just saying, it, I think it's important. Um, what was the assignment this week? Anybody remember? Let me, hold, let me. <laughs> who, who, who was here, were here, was here last week? You were here last week? Yeah. What was the assignment? Uh, are you a good leader? <laughs> Don't respond. Uh, and you were here, so that means you didn't think about the assignment. You thought about leadership. All right. You were here last week? Yeah. You know what it, the assignment? I don't. You were here, but you don't know what I said. Think about. I don't know what you said five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, you were here last week. Uh, uh, John, you were here last week, right? Yes. You're, oh. No, I, I don't remember. You don't remember? No, I do not remember. Amazing. Do you remember? Let's go to the young lady. Because if you don't remember, I'm coming to smack you. I don't. You know why? You know why I'm going to smack you? Because I'm not really going to smack her. It'll be all out there just smacking women. Because... Um, We talked about it Thursday night at the end of the meeting. This past Thursday night. Oh. And I said, we're going to pick up on it on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't remember? It was about choices. No. No, no, no. It was about um, <laughs> decision making. What about it? Do we make good decisions? Yes. Yeah. So did you think about it from Thursday to today? Yes. I no, thought you about didn't. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you didn't even remember what it was about. <laughs> I did. Yeah. No, no, because what we talked about Thursday. Yeah. So I, I was somewhere else. But In anyway. the women's meeting, we had a women's forum yeah. on Thursday. No, because I did go to the grocery store. Oh, you did? And I, and I totally forgot until... You know, I bought everything and then I thought about it. Oh, okay. I did. I, what I discovered is I knew what the I... The question was, do you make good decisions? And I find that most people are either at church on their blueberries and blackberry phones and <laughs> tweeting and testing, and they don't make good decisions. Uh, so do you make good decisions? I did make a good decision. But prior to that, did you make... No. You made one good one after we had to talk. No, I just, no, I noticed <laughs> you were saying when you go to the grocery store, you already know, you know, in your heart what you want. Not just saying at the grocery store, but anything. Yeah. You already know the truth or something right. like that. 
So I, it was true. I did know in my heart what I already wanted. Right. Even though I did, it seemed like I made choices, but I already knew what I wanted when I yes. first looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seb, you make good decisions? No, I noticed that I don't. Like when you said don't make any decisions, and that's better. I told like, the ladies on Thursday, <laughs> dude, I made a decision between Thursday and Sunday morning. And how was that for you? It was good because every time somebody says, should I do this or I don't know. <laughs> Let's wait and see. I'm not going to decide right now. Yeah. And, and so that felt what? It felt better because, like, if you make a decision, it might be wrong. And then it's going to come back on you. Yeah. But if you don't, it's like wait and see. Then that's better. Yeah. So prior to that, did you make good decisions or bad ones? Now, I told you the only good decision I make is not listen, deciding not to listen to my thoughts. So. Oh, you told me that when? Um, Thursday. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, but I can't make, I can't think of any good decisions that I made. Prior to that. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we, people always make a decision, they're always wrong. Mm. But yet we keep trying to make decisions. It's like, it's like what the world is trying to do to fix the problems of the world. They keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, and I notice that uh, people who make decisions, and, and most people do, uh, they're making the wrong decision. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You notice that about yourself? You make wrong decisions? Yes. You have? Yes. And so knowing that you make wrong decisions, do you still try to make decisions? Do you still try to make decisions knowing you make wrong decisions? Well, I think that I've seen that my mind wants me to make decisions and get me kind of caught up in my head about, you know, things that are going to happen in the future. So um, I just try to be aware of it so I don't kind of fall into that trap, really. And knowing that you make this wrong decisions, do you still make them? Knowing that I make wrong decisions? Yeah. Um, I don't know what you mean, knowing I make wrong decisions. What, what Are you, you aware that you make wrong decisions? Um, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, bad I'm, I'm aware after the fact for sure if yeah. the decision's wrong. And, and do you still make them knowing that you make bad ones? You're acting like I have some, like, volitional no. ability No, this is, just, this is a church service. I'm not I, acting like anything. Just stay with me. I am with you right uh, now. We're not Let's apart. go to Kelly. Kelly, do you make good decisions? I make really bad decisions. You do? Yeah. When did you become aware that you made bad decisions? Um, just increasingly aware probably the past couple of years or so uh, when I've started to pay attention more to it. And consequently, I try to make less and less. You know, when I was thinking that I was in control, I thought I made these great decisions. And right. I was always kind of, you know, planning, like, what's the most efficient or the smartest thing. Um, but more and more, I've realized that it just takes too much energy to do that. And so do you still make, try to make decisions knowing you make bad decisions? I don't really think I'm in charge, to be honest. There, there are <laughs> a lot of the day, like, I think that I am, but I look at the outcomes of situations um, and the quote-unquote decisions that I've made, and I think I'm going to kind of go one way on a project or whatever it is, however big or small, and then just something else might come in and happen and so knowing that you made bad decisions, do you still make decisions? No. I you mean, don't make decisions at all? I mean, I, it's really hard to, like, put it in English. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, like, thinking about things. And, and again, and, this is just, it's a service. 
I want you to start thinking on these things as I think on them too, you know. So it's not a contest. I'm not looking for you to just give me back what you've learned or I want, I want you to know that you know for yourself, you know. And because I work with a lot of people, I see that these type of things are holding people back in life. And these are the things that we need to overcome. But if you're not paying attention to yourself, you're going to go through the whole life, go through whole life struggling unnecessarily only because you're not paying attention to yourself. And once you start really paying attention and knowing thyself, your life's going to become easy. You're going to have great challenges coming at you, right? But now that you're operating on a different source, coming from a different source, life will be easy. And people literally, and not just at this church service, or I mean, it's happening everywhere. People making wrong decisions. I heard this morning that, and I've heard it before this morning, that the, and I'm not pushing parties, it's not a political thing, it's just something that I heard, and I realized, wow, that's never going to work, that's not going to solve a problem, right? I heard that the Republicans have gotten together with black Republicans, the white ones with the black ones, and they're going to do this black outreach to the black community. They're going to put a lot of money, and they want to get the blacks into the Republican Party, right? And I was thinking, that's an awful idea. All you have to do is, when I, be, when I joined that party, I joined because I realized I, I now agree with the platform, and I wanted to bring something to the party. I didn't need the party to reach out to me. And we have lost that, where life is about giving. It's not about taking and what somebody's going to do for you and, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. We have forgotten about living that way. It's not about us. It's about some guy said, ask not what you could do for your country. I mean, what your country could do for you. Yeah. <laughs> Who? It was one of the presidents, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Who? JFK. Yes. He said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. We have lost that concept. Absolutely lost it. And there's so many, so much common sense that we're lost nowadays. It really is. It's mind-blowing to me. And they're trying to resolve problems with thinking that they're making the right decisions about what they're trying to do. And we do that in our lives when we're unconscious. All we do is create problems because we're making decisions. And it's because we don't trust the decision-maker. And most people don't even know you have a decision-maker. Like Sonia said earlier, earlier, I already know what I want. And you do already know who you want, what you want. But you let this decision thing pop in, and you create a, a, a bad situation for yourself. It's so important. Uh, yes. Um, I haven't been thinking about decisions, but lately I've been thinking about choices. And so the way you're asking decisions, is there a difference between choices and decisions? I don't know. It sounds like, like a decision might, is might. a choice because once you make it, that's what you're going to go with too. Right. Do I go words. here or do I go there? You're like, oh, yeah, I go there. You go there. I don't know if there's a decision. Uh, okay. In other words, I mean, you go to the store and you want to buy something, you, you know, buy something that you know is healthy and good for you versus 
buying something that's not necessarily healthy. So I noticed that sometimes I don't make the right choices, but as far as, you know, decisions come, it seems like those things I can kind of let settle and the decisions made for me. But the little are things... You, are you a good decision maker? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Recently, yeah. Recently? Yeah. And did you because think about... I don't, I, don't, I don't come to a quick decision. If I'm not sure what I'm going to do, I'll just wait on it. Um, and it will eventually work out on its own. Did you, did you uh, think about this this past week? I wasn't here last week. Oh, you were, oh, you were not here. So lately you've been a good decision maker. Prior to that, you were not. Yeah, I try to make my own decisions. How do you make decisions? Well, you look at it and you kind of look at the pros and cons. <laughs> That's how I used to do it. I look at the pros and cons and try to pick the one that made the most logical sense. Oh. But now if I'm not That's sure true. which way to go, I just wait and then I know the next day or the once I drop it, eventually, either I, I don't need to make a decision or it just kind of works itself out, Yeah, which is kind of nice. Do you know yourself? No. And how long have you been hearing me say, know thyself? Six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, all these years, you just started paying attention six months ago? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, as long as I've known you. And, and so why is it that the focus is not on knowing thyself? So distractions, external distractions. Do you think it's important to know thyself? And I'm not trying to be mean, you know, as long as you leave a good donation, you can just keep coming and I keep telling you, but I want you to be free because the world is messed up right now. It really is messed up. And so... Do you, what, what was my question to you the last you one? You said you think it's important to yes. know yourself. Do you think that's important? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. When did you start thinking that was important? Well, I mean, I've always known that, but I don't know that it's been a, a a priority. It hasn't been a priority. But, yeah, deep down I know it's important to know yourself. And so if you know it's important, why isn't it a priority? Why do you think it is important? Because I think if you know yourself, you're – Gonna make, you know, your 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 direction in life will be clear, and you know, you know your your your, your direction. Now, I don't want to make you do this. You can right. stay like you are, but if you know it's important, then why don't you do it? That's what I don't. I'm gonna try to understand human right. nature, how people think. I think it's if you uh, know it's important, you've heard it for years. Why haven't you put that first? I think habits. You know. So it's not important then? Well, you ask me. I mean, it is. I do realize it is important, but like I said, it's not necessarily a priority or it's not number one. And it doesn't always override this, uh, bad habits. Oh, I see. Doesn't always. Is it going to override the bad habits without putting that first? No. How do you know that? Because <laughs> it, hasn't, it hasn't done it so far. And I'm just trying to understand. It's just church. It's not a, I'm not in a courthouse, even though it feels like it. <laughs> it it sounds like it, too. I feel like I'm being cross-examined. So what? So I feel like I'm being cross no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, 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 okay. Anyway. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. 
say that notice that uh, if you're not in your thoughts, you, you don't have to make decisions. Because I notice when I'm in my thoughts, that's when I have to make decisions. You know, because I, I was thinking about like driving on the freeway. You're thinking about something else and you come to a turn off. You either go this way or this way and you can't think in time. You always end up <laughs> going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, if I wasn't in my thoughts and I've been aware that it's coming up and, you know. Speaking of thoughts and driving, I have a good friend that sometimes when I ride with him to an event or something, and he's talking, we miss all the off-ramps. <laughs> never, I'm like, look, you're going to have to be quiet and just focus on driving. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I understand that. Um, yes. And then I have another quick question. All right. I don't know what to do about y'all. Yes. Yeah, you... you uh do you know yourself? I do. I, I know myself as, but there's a limit to what I know about myself. And, for instance. Then you don't know yourself. You know when you, yeah, true. I don't know myself well enough, I think. But uh, I know myself as well as I can. Is that L- your let primary, me give you an example. Is that your primary focus in life now? It is. It is? Yeah. To know thyself? Yes. Uh, and how are you getting to know thyself? Well, by um, sitting down in the morning and night, being still, and then um, watching the, the process of my mind, you know, through the day as I react and, and tr- make decisions and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, the question you ask... Um, and that's how you're getting to know yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. The question that uh, you asked Kelly earlier, because I can see, like, I had a decision to make. It was three minutes to go in the game. I had work to do. I had time for no foolishness. Well, no, it's not foolish. It, it really makes a good example. And <laughs> there was three minutes to go in the game. It was, it was an important college game, and I wanted to go see it, but, yeah, I had work to do. And I made the decision to go watch the game. And as I'm going to watch the game, another, an engineer who works with me called me, and said, I need you to come here. So I could see that my decision that I made was not backed by God, right? It's well, my decision. Well, you're at work. Yeah, when I'm at work. But automatically, you're supposed to put work first, not a football uh, game. Yes, but I made the wrong decision. <laughs> That's not like a moron. To, to, to go watch the game. <laughs> and I could see my decision was not backed up by God because but I, I was taken away that from anyway, that. Though. If my decision would have been of God, then I would have been in front of the game. But I can, so I can see the decisions are no good. But uh, yet, like you asked Kelly, why do you keep making decisions? Because I haven't um, been able to separate, I guess, or see but that let me ask I'm you not... This, when you got that job and you signed that application for X amount of dollars, and you agreed to be there for X amount of hours, it didn't kick in right then, I'm at work. And football doesn't come before work. Since I'm at work. Yes, but I needed to check up on. There's only three minutes to go, and All I would right. just like you I know, move you know those excuses. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing to me. Are you? I don't know if you're joking or not. Does he sound like he's joking? No. Oh, no, he sounds serious. Yeah, the point I'm trying to get oh. to, the point I'm trying to get to is, um, is even if I see that decisions are wrong. You know, and mostly my decisions are selfish, and they go against what's but good. But what the example you just gave wasn't a good one. That's right. It was a good example of a no. bad decision. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let me. All right. Let me take a drink. 
This is gin. I don't see what the I don't see what the confusion is. Is there something I'm saying here? I don't see what the confusion is. Right. I'm giving a good example of bad decision, I but yet I keep a, but I keep the wrong decision faith. right now. Coming up with that example was another bad decision. Oh, whatever. I tried. <laughs> I tried out there. Yes. I think I have a good example. Um, I was at a, a birthday party last night, and a lot of couples there, and you know, a lot of the uh, people there were questioning, you know, me about why I'm not married, and I noticed that there's a lot of that comes up with me because I'm 42, and it's funny because the, 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 it seems like this pressure people want to impart on me to make a decision about getting married. Yeah. And I actually realized in this morning that that's the evil that's out there is to try to pressure people into doing something. It's happening all the time and, in every situation. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's funny, though, because it's not like nobody was mean per se, but they're so unenlightened yeah. that they, that's what they will do to somebody when, they, when it doesn't fit in. Yeah. With what in their mind is the right path or the right journey. Yeah. And then, you know, on top of it, you know, the, the sort of the humorous side, I'm watching some of these couples and one guy's wife's hitting on another guy. You know, this is all in a room <laughs> where everybody's allegedly that marriage is this wonderful institution. So it's sort of, it's sort of funny. I mean, that, that stuff I see, you know, trying to hit me, you know, from all sides. Uh, and and yeah. society does that, you know, in, incredibly. Yesterday, I was um, riding in my car, going home, and I stopped at the stoplight. And there was a white woman who pulled up right next to me. She stopped as well, and she had her window down on both sides. And she was playing her music. And so I kind of looked over because I heard the music. And the moment I looked over, she looked over and saw me looking over. And she wind up her windows. She let them both windows up and locked her door. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, the surgeon came. You know, say was like, you should just jump out of your car and get her. After all this, I mean, he was just talking to me. And I'm just watching this. And, I'm like, and, and then I realized, wow, have things really got that bad in our country? That, and I was driving a better car than she had, so I didn't want her car. And she wasn't a, you know, the type of woman that I would have wanted. And it was just, I'm thinking, this lady probably just been, she has so much fear now. Broad daylight, we had a stoplight. I'm in my car, and I'm going to jump out and get her. <laughs> and, but, you know, I had compassion for her that she has to live that way. And a lot of white Americans have, and, and I know why they like that, because a lot of young black people, men especially, are out of control, and they do crazy things like that. But I don't think that if you're driving your car by yourself, you're going to jump out of your car and take somebody else's old car. I don't think that. But I had compassion for her. But in the meantime, I say he was just talking to me about this lady, and he wanted me to get into a conversation with him about that. And I just let it pass, pass, because he was really trying to pull me in on that. And see, if you can get to know yourself, you can see how you're being controlled in every area of your life. Things that seem nice and things that seem wrong or bad, you're being controlled. But because you're not paying attention in the right way, 
you don't realize you're being controlled. And you find yourself doing foolish things. Because if I didn't know what I, if I, didn't know, what I know, I would have made a fool out of myself right there at that stoplight. And in the only days before I overcame my anger, me and that woman would probably be in jail somewhere right now. That woman and me. Because I would have overreacted to that. Said, Look, this racist white woman. I don't want your car. I've been trying to prove something to her, right? But I had compassion for her, even though Satan was talking to me to, you know, act out on that situation. You ever had anything happen like that? It was so funny. And then I said, well, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow on the radio, right? And then Satan said, no, I wouldn't talk about this on the radio because the blacks are going to be saying, see, I told you white people are racist. He was trying to talk me out of it. I'm like, wow, that is so interesting. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. That's something else, Jesse. Let me take his hand first. Yes. Yeah, that's happened to me several times. Um, where exact same thing. I'm just walking down the street, and a woman would do that. And I, w- I wasn't offended at all. Uh, I know that you're just afraid of my color. Uh, you know, a lot of black kids out there are very, very dangerous. Did Satan try to tempt you, though? Not at all, no. He didn't say, you need to go in there and ask that lady, do you think I want your money? But it was once when <laughs> That's I... That's what he tell me. Go over there and ask him if you think he, you want her money. I, had, I was walking down the street one time, and I, I passed this lady, and she absolutely screamed at the top of her voice when she saw me. <laughs> and it, that tempted me to say something to her, but I just realized this woman, <laughs> this woman must have been raped or something or beat up, robbed. And I can hear that white woman. Stay away from me! She, she looked absolutely crazy, but, you know, yeah. I let it go. Um, I've had white women tell me that they take the classes that teach them how to do that, protect themselves from men, and, and, and you know, especially black men, when they you know, see some black men coming. They have been trained that way, really. Because I happen to, because I work with so many black men, I happen to know that they do, they, they do go after white women and their purses and things like that and take their money. And if they're white, they don't even care. You know, they feel obligated or justified in doing that kind of stuff. So now white people are living on the edge. They're living in fear. And so I'm thinking, I thought about that yesterday. I said, wow, it's too bad that we have gotten to this uh, uh, in, our, in our country and in our lives where people don't trust each other now. Because when I was growing up, white people didn't act that way around black people. They didn't like hold their purses or wind their window up and all that kind of stuff. And we were not, as a race, we were not united then because of all the laws and we lived separately and didn't go to the same schools and things like that. So we didn't have this kind of problem happening then as it is happening today. We should be closer today as a people rather than that kind of thing happen to, having to happen. But it was interesting to see that. Yes, Kent, real fast for me. Yeah, no, I, I was walking, uh, I was on a date, I was walking, it was, it was like 10 o'clock at night, I was walking down a relatively dark street, and a, a black guy came up right, it was kind of right behind me, and it was no joke, I was, I was ready, I was ready for action right then and there. You afraid of him? Oh, yeah, and, and you, you know what he said, he goes, I'm just, like, I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought, this guy's ready to jack me right now, because he's kind of tied up on us, and it was kind of a lonely street, and then I, and it turned out, he goes, oh, yeah, I just need to go to this liquor store. He, he looked like he might have been a homeless guy or something. But, yeah, you get that, 
you get that in your head. You know? uh -huh. Somebody's right behind you, and you start thinking that stuff. Had it been a white guy, would you have felt the same way? I, I would have known. I would have beat him up, so I would have been worried about it. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, I understand it. I, I totally understand it. Let me ask this question because of time here. Um, and this has everything to do with everything we've already talked about. Decision making, having fear, um, whatever. You're making, you know, all that bad decisions. I, I, salvation. And I was talking to some friends about salvation yesterday because I realized that's what the problem is. And who ever heard you need to be saved or born again or something like that? Oh, okay, you've heard it. Have anyone here been born again? You have salvation? Nobody? Oh, only one? So you've been saved. Yeah. And what is salvation? Salvation is a hope for uh, eternal life with God. Hope for the eternal life of God. And where is it? It's in the um, beyond this this physical planet, and it's a uh, something that's uh, in faith. Um, Where is salvation? Where is salvation? Yes, inside. Inside what? Inside me. Oh yeah, and how do you know that it's inside you? Because it's. Um, how do I know that it's inside me? Because that's where I found it. And, and and what does it look like? What does it look like? Mm -hmm. It looks like a light. Like a light? And, what, and, and this is not a test. Again, I'm just trying to get you guys and ladies to communicate. That's all I'm doing. And then to start thinking. Um, it looked like a, a light. What has it done for you to have salvation? Changed me in uh, probably a lot of different ways. Like how, for example? Made me more peaceful. I'm able to, less fearful, um, less paranoid. All types, of, all types of things which would be um, uh, uh, reacting to desires. Uh, other other things that that are more I believe to be more spiritual and other th and l less um, tied to the flesh than I was before. Oh, okay, and um, all right, I'm just asking right now, and then I get to my point in a minute. You heard the word salvation before? Yes. And do you have it? No. And what is it? The way I see it is is. I would be saved from my sin, basic sin, of, you know, wanting to make my own decisions and things like that. So I, I see I'm not saved from that, that I still make my own decisions. And um, why do you see salvation in that manner? I don't know why I see it that way. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. It just makes sense to me that that's salvation. I, I don't know why I see it that way. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. But you do see it that way? I do see it that way. Okay. And, but you don't have it? No. All right. Um, let, me, let me ask right here. You heard the word salvation? 
Yes, of course. Do you have it? No. Why not? Well, I, I mean, I can see that uh, uh, that I'm, in other words, I'm doing things that are wrong. I do things that I don't actually want to do. And uh, being saved is exactly uh, the opposite of what I just said. How do you know? Oh, I mean, and that that's quite clear. I mean, uh, there's there's a life possible. Salvation is possible to live uh, that you're not compelled to do the wrong thing most you, of the time. How do you know salvation is? Uh, what caused you not to do what you're doing now? Well, you know, in other words, salvation. Uh, what, what comes upon you is truly the grace of God to, ta well, to take away. How do you know away. that, though? Huh? How do you know that? I mean, what other alternative is there? There is no other alternative. There, oh. I mean, there, there is no other way. There is no other way. You know, in other words, I do not know of anything else that uh, would remove from me to, to, to do the wrong things and really don't want to do them sometimes don't even see what I'm doing. What is salvation? The opposite of what I just say. Oh, okay. And, and you know that what reason? I'm sorry. Say it again. How do you know that's what it is? I mean, I've seen it in myself time and time again that... Uh, uh, so you've had salvation and let it go? No, I never had salvation. But what do you mean you see it time and time again what it is? I'm sorry, you have to speak up a little bit. Oh, uh, how do you know what, you, what it is then? Well, I mean, you know what? Having lived a life uh, or living a life that I'm living, okay? I mean, I can see uh, that through God's grace, as I already said before, that uh, you, you, will, you will be able to live free of, being, of doing the wrong thing, being compelled to do the wrong thing, sometimes not seeing what you're doing. That, that, all you will be, that, all, that all will be gone. How do you know that's true? I, I mean, what else could there be? There is no <laughs> alternative. All right, again, it's not a test. Let me go right here. Because you heard the one thing. There's one thing I would like to say. Yes. There's only, there are only two alternatives in life. Where is salvation? Say it again. Where is salvation? What is salvation? Where is it? Where it is? Yes. <laughs> Where is salvation? You know, and, and I mean that's 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 kind of a real funny question. I have to say, where is salvation? Well, in other words, you know, but it has to, it has to be happening within you, within a within a person, of course. Where is salvation? Where? No. Where is it? I'm sorry, I didn't. I, you can't hear. Where is salvation? Uh, but I just, I just told you. Oh, would you tell me? Yeah, in, 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 uh, salvation can only take place within a person. How do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it on, uh, you know, <laughs> that it happens on an 8,000 foot, 8, foot mountain. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, it's kind of, that's, the only, that's the only alternative. The, the other thing that I wanted to say is too. Real, real fast. Real fast, okay? There is only right and wrong. There is no alternative. There's nothing in between right and wrong. How do you know it's that? It's either wrong or right. How do you know? I'm, you keep asking me, but how <laughs> else would I say it? 
If I, if I know it, I know it, and I know it because I know it. That's why. Do you know right from wrong? Yes. Yes. If you don't have salvation, how do you know right from wrong? Well, I can see that when, 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 uh, when, when I see something that I've done wrong, okay, then I have to know that, there, that there's an, an, an opposite to that. Otherwise, I wouldn't even recognize that it's wrong. Okay. And you could do all that without salvation? Well, obviously so, yes. <laughs> it's not a test. This is, I want you ladies and guys to think about that out there, too. Uh, it's not a test. You heard the word salvation before, right? Yes. You have. And do you have it? Well, I've been tricked into thinking that I was. And so I'm a little bit uh, apprehensive about deciding whether I'm been saved or not because uh you know the devil is a you know he can trick you and fool you so I would I just you know want to make sure right on um I, I appreciate your response um the one thing I've noticed and this is why, and I notice this because I'm getting to know myself even more and more and more and more and more and more, more, right? And the one thing that I realized this week, and I may already have said this before, but I'll just remind it this week maybe, is that we have been so taught about religion, about God, about salvation, about all this stuff, and everything that we have been taught is wrong. Now, it's not necessarily wrong what's been said about it, but it's wrong the way we've been taught about it. And I noticed, you want some water, Raymond? You need a pillow? <laughs> You're going to break your neck. Your neck is literally going to pop like that. <laughs> you want to do some push-ups or something? You want to do some push-ups to get you going? I'm up. All right. <laughs> Um, and so, um, so we've been so taught about salvation, what it is, if we have it or not, blah, 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 right? And, and about where it is and all that kind of stuff, right? And so because we've been taught, we're trying to gain salvation that way by wh what we've been taught. We're trying to balance life with both what we've been taught and not been taught, and all that kind of stuff. And it's making it hard, it's making it impossible to, to accept salvation, to accept something that's right at hand. Salvation is the easiest thing to accept because, as it's said in the Bible, it's at hand, it's right here, it's here and now, you know. And when, when you can realize that is here and now, but you got to let all these things go that you've been taught. And then you have it. It's here, it's now. It's, it's, it's in the present, it's in our presence, and it's right in now. And once you enter into that, come into his presence, then you're going to see, wow, I've been measuring things on everything I've been taught. I've been so wrong, I've been dumbed down. You know, it's like, there's like an overwhelming peace or joy that comes when you realize that salvation is right here, right now. It doesn't take forever. I hear people say, oh, it's in a process. Or, oh, 
I've been praying for 50 years and it's coming. Or they make up excuses and those excuses are coming from the tempter. Satan is telling you that. Everything you learn about good and everything you learn about bad, he's using it against you to keep you from accepting salvation right here, right now. Right in this very moment. Your, your consciousness is, is uh, overcrowded with so much teaching, so much knowing the truth and knowing the lie, and now you're balancing it. Like you made the point, well, I know right from wrong, but you're balancing right and wrong based on what you've been taught right and wrong is. You're not, and, and, and right and wrong, that is revealed to us, is not anything that we can imagine right and wrong being. It really isn't. Like with the lady yesterday winding up her window and acting out, my mind would normally make me believe that that was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then once I believed that that was wrong, believed that that was wrong, now I have resentment of this woman, now I'm hating all white people again, and I'm ready to go after the next white person that does that. But instead, salvation of God caused me to have compassion for the lady and not think about me. But I was tempted. I mean, it was just strong, but you got to get to know yourself. So you, salvation is right here, right now, right here, right now. And once you enter into it, you're going to let go of all those other things you thought you knew. And that's what salvation does. It breaks down everything you've been taught about good and about bad and about making decisions, about not making decisions. You just, and it's so right here. It's so, it's so, it's so right here. And you're right on what you were saying. I just hope, and you, only you can know that. You, I hope you know you have it and just grow in it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Over there, not you. I'm sorry, I don't mean it. Over there. Oh, yeah. My hand must be crooked. Yeah. But, but, I, but unless you know yourself, you're not going to know you're balancing things based on what you have been taught, and that's why it's not working. You really won't know. And then you're going to take forever to enter into a place that's right here, right now. Because you're still listening to the tempter. That makes sense a little bit? Yeah. Not really, huh? Let me take here first. Yes. John, I saw your hand too, right? John, you had your hand? Me? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll come back. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I don't really get what you just said, but... Um, you don't know what? I don't really get it. Um, yeah. It's best to know that you don't get it rather than to just learn it and repeat it back and know you got it. I, I kind of just want to deal with what makes sense to me at hand right here. And that, yes. And that's, to me, when I say I don't have salvation, I don't listen to the voice of God, you know, God or the Holy Spirit or whatever enough, okay? Right. And typically, I get into my head, and I'm off with something else. So that's what I'm talking about. I would you know, like to have, hopefully, God willing, at some point, you know, the ability to just listen to what's there instead of listening to this voice. That's all I really want. And to me, that would be salvation. If that's not the textbook answer, I don't really... Well, give up all you think you know, you know about salvation and enter into his presence. No, I don't, I don't know anything about salvation. I'm just saying I'd like to the ability to listen to the simple voice, but instead of somehow I've been trained over time to listen to this other thing. Yes. 
And that's what I've got up until now. I would like to have that reversed. Well, then turn away from it. How so? Never believe another thought that you ever have again. <laughs> when you can doubt that voice then you can believe into salvation I'm telling you just like that because once you doubt that voice you're able to believe the truth again because there's nothing else out there hanging in the balance but the truth exactly I understand that but the truth but don't have a, don't, don't let the tempter give you an in, any kind of indication what the truth is because it's not true well I, I know what the truth is I mean, I've heard it enough somehow to know it, but not to stay with it. Then you don't know it. Okay, well, I, I've experienced it at times, so I may not... Right, you had glimpses of it along the way. Yeah, I mean, I clearly yeah. have, so... So if you had glimpses, why don't you let go of, of all what, whatever you've been told and learned, just let it go in one ear and out the other one, yeah. and not trust that anymore? Yeah, I, I understand that a little bit, and I understand that, that in the making decisions that you were talking about earlier, I could see going with things in my mind because of the thing in my mind is quicker and I, I can I can start to see that of not really waiting if I don't have the answer not really waiting on it but the mind the mind always has answers it's very because quick. that's what the tempter is supposed to do he's supposed to keep you distracted yeah. so you won't you will believe him eventually you right. got to doubt from this day forward doubt every thought that you have and enter into the presence of God. See, look, God has already given us salvation. It's already, it's done. Jesus did it. It's finished. And all he wants you to do is just come into the house and take it. But if you're not paying attention to your life and to yourself, you're so out there with everything else, you're never going to get there because Satan is constantly telling you stuff to prevent you from getting there. It's so easy. It's so simple. It's so simple that you're missing it. You know, like when John was saying what he said, look like I would think, look like I would now, and I did when I was like that. If I said, no, I don't have salvation, I don't know the truth, then I wouldn't be saying I know what salvation is. You know what I'm saying? But it's because of what he's been taught. And we all have that. Everybody has that because, well, not everybody, but most of you have been taught what salvation is, where it is, how you get it, blah, blah, blah. So there is an image there that Satan used against us because the teachers of salvation had no clue as to what they were talking about. And you've learned that, and that's why you can't get there. Because when you try to be still long enough to come into his presence, Satan is telling you all this crap. Is setting you up. That makes sense? It does. So doubt him from this day forward. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Real you oh, said. How much time I have? 45 seconds. Oh, I can't take you. Hold it for later. All right. Uh, listen, folks. Salvation is at hand. In Mark 4.17, it talks about it. Uh, just for those that need some scriptures. Luke 17, 2 talks about it. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And if it's at hand, how come you're not, you know, the question should be, if it's at hand, 
how come I'm not just getting it then if it's just right there? You know what I'm saying? Why am I not receiving it? You're being deceived up here with all that you've been taught. Repent, turn away from that stuff. Doubt the devil and you can be free. All right? Thank you for tuning in, folks, and thank you for coming as well. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.